you missed you missed it, Josh. We were talking about sweet things, and they're like, "We're not sure which one's sweeter, the muffin or the donut." And I'm like, "Maybe we should ask you too." And then it was just like crickets, because <laughs> <laughs> they were both they, staring at me like they didn't get it or the reference. Yeah, <laughs> it it was. I think it was a bad joke, and they didn't get it. I think it was a double win. <laughs> oh man, that's that, that's a great joke. That's a See, good you should, we should just wait and hold, held this whole conversation until Josh got here. So you'd have one saving grace: somebody to bail you out. Hello and welcome to another episode of Bright Guy and the Super Friends. I'm your host, Brian Labick. Joining me for this episode is Andy Stoles. What's up, podcast people? Josh Zorch. Excited to be here, as always. And Mike Bradley. I can officially say that I am one of Ian's top five. <laughs> That'll make sense in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so this is our, our first recording after Christmas, but before the new year, so I hope everyone had a good Christmas. Looking forward to a refreshed 2023. Um, I know we talked a little bit before, but you guys have a good Christmas? Everybody Yay. good time? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Santa was good to you? Get anything good? Any any specifics oh, yeah. that stood out to anybody? I'm, I'm I got like adult so shit, you, really. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I, <laughs> it, other than Andy got me a game. And okay, everything well. else was Amazon gift cards. So <laughs> well, that makes it easy. You did great, Andy. And I did great for myself with the Amazon gift card. Yep, there you go. <laughs> I got, um, I got, right. con- go, I got go. concert tickets, so I'm pretty excited oh, shit. about that. There oh, there you go. To what show? Visions of Atlantis. Is that the name of the band? <laughs> yeah. Or is or Okay. They're, they're a, a, a nautical slash pirate themed band. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. Okay, that is amazing. <laughs> it, it's like a symph- it, like a symphonic like uh, dual vocal metal, and they actually dress up like pirates at the concert. So I'm excited about it. <laughs> Tell me oh, you're going to dress God. up as a pirate when you go to this concert. <laughs> I, I might. I have to find the garb though. <laughs> yeah, too. Oh, sounds like they need a budget to get like 20 feet deep Olympic sized swimming pools to actually put a <laughs> ship in to play on while they're doing it, so that it can rock in the that would be cool. <laughs> it it takes quite a budget to do that, though. I, I, <laughs> yeah, so put that in the suggestion bin for next through. time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so I got a little, uh, I guess, like housekeeping stuff out of the way first. Uh, over the next, I don't know, couple months, um, we'll see. Episodes may be few and far between. Just on a personal note, I'll start traveling for work. So until I figure out the new routine and, and work out when and how we can record um, when I'm home, probably, uh, which I don't know, may end up being one episode a month. I don't know. We'll see how it goes, but hopefully we can get two in a month. Um, I don't want to over promise. So right now I'll say at least hopefully one episode a month, um, hoping to keep us pace pace with the mission impossible movies. So we'll be due to have one of those out in February. Uh, there's some movies and shows we still haven't talked about that we could always come back to, even if we're late. Um, so either way, you know, at this point, just stay subscribed. At some point you may just get a surprise episode. It, whenever they drop, but I'll try to 
keep posted on the socials when we're going to post stuff and, and what the plan is for when stuff is coming, just to keep everybody in the loop. But for now, it's like we're doing this one, and I don't know what the plan is for the next one. So we'll see see what we can do after that. Um, but for this episode, so we're here to go over our top 10 most anticipated movies of 2023. I know you may be wondering if you missed our top 10 favorite movies of 2022, but don't worry, you haven't. Uh, it's I guess it's just one of our things to do is definitely do our favorites. Uh, that may even be the next one we record whenever we get a chance to do that. So we'll, we'll have to work that out behind the scenes anyway. But um, typically we end up doing our most anticipated lists first just to make sure we get it in before the new year starts. I mean, it'll it'll upload in the new year, but we're recording before the year starts. Uh, plus, it's usually a way just to give everybody else, <clears throat> if they want to fit anything into their, their 2022 favorites, it gives them through the end of the year to, to try to see if anything else makes the cut. So we're giving ourselves a little bit of a buffer there. Um, our format's going to change a little bit for this one, too. Normally, we go through everyone's number 10, and then we move on to everyone's number 9, and, and so on and so forth, up to the number 1s. Uh, but I tried to make it a point recently to to cut the episode length down, which, you know, our our top 10 episodes these list episodes always end up being notoriously long um so if you were if you know if you were around for the the live stream or listened to the 250th episode the, we can do this for almost 4 hours i i promise it will be shorter <laughs> than that i i vow to never do that length again ever um so our new plan is to go through one person's entire list including honorable mentions we'll talk about that list for 15 20 minutes something like that and then we'll move on to the next person and then rinse and repeat so ideally, we'll wrap this up in about an hour and a half, uh, at least definitely under two hours. It should should still hit under the two-hour mark. But, you know, let us know if you enjoy the new format. We'll probably try to do something similar when we record favorites of 2022. So, and if it works well enough, then it's something we'll probably try to do in the future for other stuff. Um, now, before we get to our lists, uh, Ian is absent for this episode. Uh, he he swore he'd never do one of these again after our four-hour debacle that was our <laughs> top ten favorites of 2020 and 2021. That was our 250th episode, which I kind of forced him to do in the first place. So he hates these as it is. Uh, but he did phone in his top five most anticipated movies of 2023. So he said he'd give me... His top five in under two minutes, I said, sure, send him over. So we'll see how we go. So this is Ian's top five most anticipated movies of 2023. Ian's top five movies. Number five, Morbius 2, Way of Water. It's been a long 13 years, but Dr. Michael J. Morbius is ready to finish what he started on that boat. Morb, under the sea. Number four, Morbius 2, Judgment Day. In 2029, Earth has been devastated by a MORB outbreak. The human resistance can't send up to the threat of MORB until Dr. Michael Morbius sends a MORB 800 back in time to prevent the outbreak. Number three, Morbius 2, the new batch. And let's kick it over to my friend, Zack Snyder. And the story is, it's not, it's not a secret or it's pretty obvious that the story is all about sort of rising up and sort of finding yourself and becoming complete. And I think that's kind of what the aspect ratio is trying to do as well. Thanks, Zach. Number two, Morbius 2, The Road Warrior, directed by Mel Gibson, starring Kanye West as Dr. Michael Morbius. We, wait, he said what? Number two, Dune, part two. And finally, the moment we've all been waiting for, number one, 
Morbius 2, Wrath of Khan. The story is set 10 years after Morbius, as thousands of planetary systems slowly secede from the Morbius Republic and join the newly formed Confederacy of Independent Morb, led by former Dr. Michael Morbius. Ian's top five, out! So, there you go. Ian's top five. I gotta say, I'm very excited for Morbius 2, Wrath of Khan. I, I wasn't before, he kind of sold me on it. I'm, I'm, I'm in now. I, I'm I'm looking forward to Judgment Day personally. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Are any of them yeah. available on IMAX? That's my real question. I mean, the Zack yeah. Snyder one sounds like it's got some sort of fucked up aspect ratio again. So we'll see what that one's like. Oh yeah, he's going with a seventeen to six. That's... Yeah. For somebody who uh, hates list episodes and claims, <laughs> like in real time, talking to even us. That he sometimes doesn't enjoy doing this show. <laughs> he, he put a lot more effort and production value into that than I was ever expecting. <laughs> I did. I did not expect him to call in his close personal friend Zack Snyder and get a clip yeah, from him yeah, at all. Was, so that, that surprised wow. me when I listened to it. I mean, it's just now an expectation, though, isn't it? Like every time he's on the show, he's got to bring Zack. Yeah, or have some sort of pre-recorded clip ready to go to share with everybody. <laughs> Shh, no, no, actual Zach. Right, okay, yeah. The illusion right, yeah, going, yeah, yeah. it's an yeah. illusion. That's exactly what happened, yes. Um. All right, so I don't know, you know, Mike volunteered to go first. So, Mike, you, you have the uh, audacity to follow Ian's top five. I, you know, I was not aware that that was like Ian was going to be first. She told us she were going to give us Ian's list. I didn't know where. Yeah, it was better just to get it out of the way. <laughs> okay, that's all right. That's fine. Did you now like so now I have to follow that. Yep. Um all right. Yeah, we'll start the timer and uh see how we do. So, Mike, you're up first. Okay. Um top 10 2023 anticipated. Let let's do it. Uh, so we're supposed to start with our honorable mention. My honorable mention is releasing on September 22nd, and that is Expendables 4. Wasn't expecting to see another one of those movies, thought they'd all be dead by now, but they're not, so we're getting a fourth. Uh, August 11th for number 10, August 11th, Last Voyage of the Demeter. Number 9 releases on April 14th, and that is Renfield. You're going to get to see Nicolas Cage as Dracula in that movie. So it's on the list. Uh, August 4th, we have Meg 2, The Trench, a sequel to The Meg. Hopefully better than the first one. Uh, March 17th, we have a movie I didn't know existed until I saw an ad for it on YouTube called 65, starring Adam Driver in a dinosaur movie, of all things. Well, would not have put those two things together on my own before that. Uh, February 17th, Ant-Man Quantumania. You guys listening to this show, you know what that is. July 14th, we have Mission Impossible 7, which I believe is called Dead Reckoning Part 1. Uh, Mike, so, I don't want to like throw you off here, but I lost track of what number you were on. I'm saying it before are each you, one. Are you? I'm, I'm missing it then. Okay. Sorry, I was just trying so to get back on the list. So, 65 was number 7. Okay. Ant-Man was number 6. Okay. Mission Impossible 7 was number 5. Gotcha. All right. Sorry. Continue. Okay. Uh, That was July 14th is the release for that. Um, June 2nd, number 4, 
is Across the Spider-Verse. Number three, coming out on March 24th, is John Wick 4, which is the movie I believe I told you has appeared on multiple lists that I've made so far. It just never releases, so hopefully (laughs) this time it actually does. Uh, Number two, on November 3rd, we get the sequel to Dune. Um, I don't believe it's known as anything more than Dune 2 at this point. Correct me if I'm wrong. Part 2 or something like that, I think, yeah. Okay. Um, And on May 5th, for number one, is Guardians 3. Uh, Which I have not watched anything for. I'm not looking at anything, so it's just Guardians 3. To me, I don't know if there's a subtitle on that. I think just Volume 3? Volume 3 again, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. So, yeah. Um, so, re- uh, you know, recap, your, just run through it one more time, sorry. <laughs> uh, number 10 was Last Voyage of the Demeter. Number 9 was Renfield. Number 8, Meg 2, The Trench. Uh, number 7 is 65. Number 6, Ant-Man Quantumania. Number 5, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Number 4... Uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Number three, John Wick 4. Number two, Dune 2. And number one, Guardians 3. Nice. I'm reading this list, and I understand why you got confused on what number I was on. Because numbers that are on my list that are not associated with where they're ranked. One, two, three, four, five. (laughs) Five movies have numbers in the title for me. (laughs) Okay. So, I get it. Well, it's like I think six sixty five also has them. Yeah, it was like so, I think for me, I heard like the the Expendables four, and then I don't know if I just lost track of the numbers after that, but I was just putting everything honorable mentions, and I realized, wait, he's gone through like five movies. Are these all honorable <laughs> mentions? And then I was like, fuck, no, this is the middle of his list. So that was on me. I've never heard of the number ten. What was the number ten again? The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Um, which means you did not listen to our horror episode that Josh oh, yeah. and I recorded because we <laughs> right. discussed this movie. <laughs> Right. At that time, I, um, last voyage of the Demeter. Go ahead. I was just going to say I, I I had not listened to your podcast either, but I did. Have you heard I, of this I, before, I did, Andy? I, or no? I did read the synopsis of this. So okay. Uh, yeah, this is based on uh, one single chapter from Bram Stoker's Dracula, the book, when he's traveling across the Atlantic on a ship called the Demeter. Uh, maybe this does sound familiar. Okay. Um. And the cast is really interesting because it's not, you know, a star-studded cast, but you've got David DeSmulchin um, playing one of the, if not the leading role in the movie, but not playing Dracula, um, playing a character named Wojciech, which I'm not going to get into the full story, but Wojciech's very important to that chapter of the book as much as it, you know, but, um, and then you have Liam Cunningham is an unnamed character and... If you watch Game of Thrones, Liam Cunningham is Sir Davos Seaworth uh, in Game of Thrones. And he's fucking great. So those two together really kind of have me very interested to see what this is all about. Plus, you've got a single chapter from a book being made into a movie. Uh, that sounds really interesting to me, how they're going to, what they're going to do with it. Um, so you're just crossing your fingers for sequels? Just do the rest of the book. <laughs> no, I feel like they can. I I feel like they genuinely can tell a complete story here. Okay. I just 
I don't know what they're going to embellish. You know what I mean? Because the chapter, it's long, but it doesn't take you two and a half hours to read it, you know? Well, yeah. It's, so w- yeah, what and, to expect and, is up in the air. And that was a lot of, I think, a big part of the discussion that Mike and I had when we talked about that entry on, on the horror movie roundup. Um, you know, what can they sort of pull the taffy on what can they stretch what, what like what what all those little blanks like how far can they read between the lines and create the moments in between the information you're given um and whatnot so yeah that's uh i'm, I'm glad it made somebody's i'm looking forward to that too oh and it also i'll mention because i think we had said at the time that we put that episode together it was the information i saw had marked that as a late january release but as Mike said, uh, and I and I now saw the same info as well that it's now looking like in August. Uh, mm-hmm. Was it Mike August eleventh? Uh, August eleventh, yeah, yeah. And for me, I had to pair that with Renfield because that movie just it looks like it's going to be ridiculous and fun. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen any of the images from that movie yet of Nicolas Cage in the makeup as Dracula. But <laughs> no, it looks... no, I haven't amazing <laughs> um i will have to share them at some point soon but they, they are definitely going for like the old universal monsters look and aesthetic to the movie um if you see like any of the artwork associated with how they're like titling the poster and stuff like that it has that very 1930s gothic text to it and it's very 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 cool um, Nicholas Holt is going to be playing the title character of Renfield. Very interested to see what he does with that role because it's kind of a classic role. It's an iconic role. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, they're going in a silly direction because then you've got Aquafina and Ben Schwartz, uh, <laughs> also in this movie. So yeah, it's, it's they're definitely built, going down a route. It's like a, it's built as like a horror comedy, right? Yeah. I feel like all four, all, all of those actors that you just mentioned will play nicely with like the ridiculousness that Nicolas Cage generally like creates in those types mm-hmm. of movies, you know? Exactly. And I, I do. And, enjoy and that, that's why I'm interested to see. Yeah. yeah so, it, it, it'll be fun no matter what. I that's think. what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of getting, I mean, my, in my head, maybe I'm just like making this for myself. I'm kind of getting like updated young Frankenstein kind of vibes. Oh, that would be cool. Uh, we can, In hope. A way, yeah. you know what I mean. It, we we can certainly hope. Yeah. Um, I, I, who is writing this? Chris McKay. And oh, okay, definitely looks comedy. like it's yes, and it's also being written, uh, by Robert Kirkman. Huh. Oh shit! Okay. Robert, <laughs> it took a minute for for is, to realize who that was. That didn't Walking it? Dead. Yeah, just. Yeah, okay. it's the yeah. guy who wrote The Walking Dead. Okay. Yeah, it it has a lot of good going on for it. I'm just hoping it lives up to that. <laughs> um, and then yeah, I'll, I'll just continue down my list there with Meg Two. That's actually the first book that I read in that series, and it's why I read the entire series. Was called The Trench. It was the second book. Um, and I'm hoping that they can make it less of an action movie and more into a suspense horror type of thing the way that Mike, i hope the first one would and did. Mike, okay. i did i did not look at any of the 
uh, production details about that is like is Statham coming back? Like, are, are they? Is is it like a continuing franchise? Does it seem, or they're just kind of taking yes. the name? All right. Um, Statham is back. Um, but this time it actually bills Cliff Curtis as top on the movie. Interesting. So, who knows what they're gonna do there? Um, <laughs> they have Cliff Curtis and Sienna Jewelry as the top build cast. All right. And Statham build third. So that gives me a bit of hope that maybe it's not. I'm gonna punch the shark and <laughs> no. Win, uh, you know, first first he takes first he takes the adrenaline thing that makes him not not die as long as he's doing it. Oh no no, I'm talking about something else. Sorry, that's crank. Yeah, that's crank. <laughs> I thought it was just gonna be like crank, except you know with sharks. Really, any movie with Jason Statham is pretty much cranked. Like, let's yeah. be honest. It, it, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like crank, but don't do it to don't don't do it to this. Like, I, I would watch crank with sharks, but just let this movie be something else and let that be its own thing. Now, it, crank with sharks is that Jason Statham still taking the injections, or is that injecting the sharks? <laughs> I feel like it's the person who created the one for him giving it to sharks, and then they have to create a stronger one for him. Oh boy, I and like then, where your you mind's know, going. Yeah. And you got a mixed transporter in there too, somehow. So they're delivering a shark that's cranked, <laughs> and it's in it. But but it has to be in. Was it an Audi? He drove in those movies. It's got to be in the back of an Audi somehow. They have to fit it in there. Uh, Mike, um, I remember when I remember when the Meg appeared on. I think it was your 2018 list. I'm trying to remember when that first one. Yeah, it was either 18 or whatever. 19. But I remember when you talked about it and you gave us your whole background and your history of the books and how you loved them and you were so excited after like 20 years they're making these movies and whatnot and i told you at the time i said mike i'm gonna say this movie with you and i did so yep we sure I, did I, I will make a point i will be there for the sequel with you august 4th we'll do it absolutely um and my list kept the prehistoric vibes going to number seven with 65 which have you guys seen this trailer yeah, guys... actually, I I posted it on Facebook, and I think I shared it on Twitter too for the the show page and stuff. Which, because I didn't know anything about it either, and I caught this trailer with Adam Driver that was just sixty five, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is. <laughs> it's from Sony. They're they're promoting the crap out of this. Let's see what this is. Watch the trailer, and already I'm like, they showed me too much. Like they needed me. A, they needed a hook to get me in the movie, but I think the first trailer spoils the twist of the movie. I Which agree. Kind of pissed me off, but at the same time, I am kind of excited about it. So I, I don't know. I, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like there, there might have been a way to promote it without, I think, spoiling the twist. But what a twist! I, I don't know how to do it. What? What a twist! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a twist! Um, I feel like all they had to do to promote promote this was do what they used to do back in like the early '90s with action movies, and just be like, Driver dinosaurs date <laughs> done but the dinosaurs i think are the twist that's what i agree pisses but... me off like just have it like adam driver crash lands on a planet he has he's stranded trying to get this little kid out there and they have to survive against something don't tell me what the something is just tell me there's something out there yeah i mean i feel like with 65 they really weren't shooting for a twist at dinosaurs being in the movie. Maybe, but I still feel like when you see the movie, when that happened, like, 
when I watched the trailer, I was like, oh shit, that's what they're doing. That's awesome. Like, that's something I want, that's an experience I want to have in the movie theater watching the movie. But what if it has an even bigger twist that they're not telling you about? We'll see. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I want to hold that hope that yes, that's the thing. That's, you know, they tuck something else in the way in there and this whole like, hey, the dinosaur's there. That's misdirection for something else. But I don't know. I feel like that's the big hook and I feel like they blew their load too early. <laughs> but that's me. That's me. So I didn't watch the trailer that you posted. I saw that you posted it. So the only knowledge yeah, now we've just ruined it for you. The only knowledge of sixty-five <laughs> that I had was like that movie poster that that you to, before you click on the trailer, you, they show you like Adam Driver in a jungle with a gun. And I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm I'm in. Like I'm gonna watch this. But yeah. now I know it has dinosaurs in it. So like I'm even more in. Like this is I think this is cool. So <laughs> I'm really good. And that's the thing. Like the promote like. That's enough to hook people. Like, oh shit, like sci-fi-ish Jurassic Park. Fuck yeah, let's do this. And that's enough. But I don't know. I just I like I said, I understand like the 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 back and forth that probably studios and marketing needs to go through to be like, well, we don't want to tell everybody what's going on in the movie, but we also have to show enough to get people to want to go. And yeah. you know, I don't know if star power is enough to get people in theaters anymore, but I I get it. I just I'm just not happy about it. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I didn't watch the trailer either, and all those little details that you kind of mentioned, like, I picked up by the comments that I was seeing from people in, like, comment sections or in synopses when when a link was shared. Um, yeah, I think they could have, but from what you're describing, they, they could have eluded, obviously, like, to a greater threat being present. You know, make, make it, make it mysterious. Make it the boogeyman. Make it the shadow. Make, make it a us... roar in the distance. Right, something. Like, if you're already giving us the idea, like, okay, this is space travel, maybe there's... there, Right, it's sci-fi, so there's some other thing happening. Let The hook for us should be, come find out what that is. Yeah. Right. Not yep. that not yep. that the fact that there's something that even that that's a whole surprise, per se, let us know. There's a threat. Ooh, you want to find out what that threat is. You're going to come and see it. I don't know if Josh or Andy, if you guys are actually going to go back and watch this trailer after we've talked about it, but the first half of the trailer does that. Okay. And yeah, halfway yeah. through the trailer, you start really thinking, what the hell is it that's out there? And then they just fucking show you. And you're like, <laughs> so, come on, man. So there's a flip side to that coin where I feel like marketing a movie with dinosaurs in it, you kind of want people to know that there's dinosaurs in it because right. dinosaurs yeah. in movies sells. So you yeah. sort of do yep. have to include that, especially for a movie called 65 with Adam Driver. That doesn't immediately speak to dinosaurs. Yes. Anything. Right. I would sure. hope it'd yeah. be a movie that would, it would grow with word of mouth. But I guess somebody somewhere yeah. decided we don't have enough faith in that scenario. So we just have to well, tell them. I think it's also a thing if you look at who they're really going to market to. There's people that love sci-fi. There's people that love Adam Driver. There's all that. But where's the real money? kids because kids go they pay for tickets and their parents have to go and take them to <laughs> nothing it. about this movie and was like yes this is a kids movie i dinosaurs. got none of that that's all from you this need. trailer any male under the age of 13 is like dinosaurs i'm in <laughs> dude i'm a male oh, sure, like, but it's... i don't think this is a movie the parents are going to take their kids to that are under 13 and say yeah let's go see this I'm a really I'm a male at 42 and I'm I'm saying I'm in so I mean like <laughs> we'll, we'll see where the rating <laughs> but, but lies but if this ends up being rated R I, I thought it was PG-13. I didn't think it had a rating yet. Uh, let me look. I, I, if I it's PG-13, you might be fine. Yes, people might actually take their younger kids or, you know, young teenage kids to see it. But if it's rated R, I don't think, I think it's hitting the wrong demographic. I don't know where to look to see a rating. 
Well, it's something we can come back to later, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I, since I think everything else on my list will definitely be talked about in the yeah. upcoming point of this, I would think I'll I'll focus on my honorable mention of Expendables Four and how much I love what they're doing with that franchise and continually bringing us old school action movie, where it's you know they're just having fun with making it's almost satire of what they all used to star in. Of in like some the way, way and I love that movies used to be. I, I, yeah, the over-the-top, ridiculous action movie aspects to it—they're fun. Yeah, that's one of the things I like about that franchise is it doesn't take itself too seriously. I think it knows exactly what it's trying to do. You know, yeah, it, yeah, it, it's doing its thing, and you know, I'm not looking for a plus cinema when I go see Expendables. I'm looking for like mindless dumb action and, and just... one-liners you know like <laughs> <laughs> yeah like I, anytime one-liners like that come up from those movies i always think of uh dutch and predator when he hits the guy with the giant knife and he sticks him into the wall after he throws him, he just goes huh stick around <laughs> and it like every time that's what i think of like it, there's so many other examples but that's the one that always comes to mind and yeah they do that kind of thing i mean the first one had Terry Crews shooting an automatic shotgun and screaming and blowing up a tower with it inexplicably, mind you, because that <laughs> it would not blow up a tower to shoot it that way, but it blew up. And that's the type of dumb shit that I'm in for. <laughs> it, like there's that what's that video game Just Cause? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Just Cause became a movie. That's why I love the expansion. There you go. Selling point. Put that on the poster. <laughs> um all right, we'll wrap up Mike's list there. Oh, uh, Gong Show. We have a we, <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize we have the a... timer did that when it when it finished. I like that actually. <laughs> Never made it to the end of the timer before. <laughs> uh Andy, you are up next, sir. Okay. So let's get to get to your list. All right, I have three honorable mentions. Um on 414, I have Renfield, which we talked about. On 811, I have The Last Voyage of the Demeter. And also on 811, I have Gran Turismo, which from the synopsis... That almost almost made my Yeah, list. from the synopsis, it looks like it's going to be a video game movie about the video game, the racing game, Gran Turismo, but with a twist. All right, so top 10. My number 10 movie releases on 714, and that's Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. My number nine movie releases on 6-2, and that's Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Number eight releases on 7-28, and that's The Marvels. Number seven releases on 2-17, and that's Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Getting all your Marvel out early. Yeah. <laughs> well, here you go. On number six, releasing on 5-5, <laughs> five, five, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. <laughs> uh number five releasing on 11 3 that's dune part two number four releasing on 331 is dungeons and dragons honor amongst thieves yeah and um on four seven it's a three super mario brothers movie <laughs> <laughs> Tell me so you did that on purpose. I did that on like purpose. You, just, you put that's... it in that spot. <laughs> no, no, I, I just that. came up with it just now. But yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, on six thirty, 
Um, my number two movie is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Oh, all right. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that one. And on 1220, my number one movie is going to be Ghostbusters Afterlife 2. So, I think a lot of these end up on my list also, but different spots. So, this was a tough list for me because I wrote down a lot of movies that I wanted to see, but there were a couple other movies I still feel like can get that honorable mention tag if we kept going with honorable yeah. <laughs> mentions. But um, <laughs> yeah, it definitely. was it was weird creating this, like, numbering them because some of these movies that I really want to see are pretty far down the list. Like, Guardians of the Galaxy is not even top five. I'm like, whoa, well, that, that's, that's, that's freaking weird, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I loved... I, like, loved Ghostbusters Afterlife 1, so I'm, like, really excited for that. Um, do, do we know, I mean, I'm sure they just haven't said so, do we know if they're going to have, like, a different subtitle? I or something? Like, are they going to keep with the Afterlife I feel uh, like, brand? I feel like the title they have there is just, like, a placeholder. I'm hoping that they sort of have, you know, Ghostbusters, you know, sub, subtitle. Been... The the name I've seen thrown around, even by uh, Jason Reitman, they keep referring to it as Firehouse. Okay. I don't know if that's the subtitle or if that's just like the the production like title the that they're title. calling. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. And I I have Indiana Jones that high. Just I know the last Indiana Jones wasn't that great. Um, I still enjoyed it. It's still my least favorite Indiana Jones movie. But we can only like Harrison Ford is only going to be around for. Not terrible. Like this has to be it. Yeah, right? like, like this he, is he, the last he, one with him. He's got to be what, like mid. He's seven, like eighty, mid seventies, high seventies. Like he's getting up yeah. there for sure. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm. He is eighty on the nose. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, I'm. He's one of my favorite actors, and in Indiana Jones. You know, I think it's just a classic series, and I, I may be disappointed when I see this movie, just based on the the last one with Shia, but. It just it it's it still insteer it still instills that you know sense of wonder I feel like so yeah I'm I'm, I'm excited about that one and uh, you're, I think you're giving more faith to Super Mario Brothers than I think I am yes like, I want to see it. it it made my list it didn't make it that high but I think it's just because like I don't know the trailers have me excited Pratt's voice yeah, I still don't it, know it, it's like it's, it's that does like. That does like pull me out of the immersion into it, in my opinion. Yeah. But I feel like as much as that pulls me out, I feel like the Jack Black Bowser pulls me back in. Everything else <laughs> they're doing with that movie looks great. Yeah, like it's an animated style that I think fits what they're trying to do for Mario. I think the the last trailer they did put in a bunch of like, if you like Mario games, period, not just the Mario platforming, but Mario Kart, Smash Brothers, like all yeah, that even shit. Even like Luigi's Mansion, they're putting nods to all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, this is this is this is pretty cool, you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. The other movie I want to talk about is Dungeons and, Dungeons and Dragons. I feel like had a 22 release date at first, and I think they bumped it back a few times. I believe. I don't. Don't. Um, I I haven't been tracking that one until the trailer came out, and I think since the trailer came out, it's kept saying 2023. So if it was earlier than that and got pushed, I wasn't aware. Okay, maybe it just got pushed further into 2023. Anyways, like uh, Chris Pine, I believe, 
plays like the main character in this movie and it, for anybody who's ever played Dungeons and Dragons he plays the role of the bard and the bard is always in like sort of made fun of in, uh, out like in the Dungeons and Dragons community as sort of like the the um jester of the party almost you know okay. he's he's the goofy kind of like ridiculous planning strange powers sort of character and you don't really find that out in the trailer until you see Chris Pratt jump into a like the a like a doorway with a lute and start singing real quick before the trailer like cuts <laughs> out. So I'm I'm like pretty freaking excited to see what he does with that. <laughs> and the other Dungeons and Dragons movies I was also excited for, but they weren't great. And that was probably a, <laughs> at least a decade ago, if not two. I don't remember the last Dungeons and Dragons movie that they've done. Probably right around the 2000s, so it's it's probably like a couple of decades. Okay. But um, they did have sequels to those, but I believe they were straight to DVD or even VHS at the time. I'm not sure okay. if that, but um, pretty excited about that one. The last one was the year 2000. Okay, yeah, so two decades. And that was uh, starring Jeremy Irons, believe it or not. Yes, <laughs> Jeremy Irons. Yes, he was in the first Dungeons and Dragons movie, which wasn't great. Um, I don't feel like I remember that one at all. Yeah, either you're, I didn't see it or I've just completely blocked yeah, it out. You're, I don't. You're remember. not missing a whole ton. It's one of those movies that you find out more information about the plot of the movie from the DVD because of the deleted scenes. <laughs> <laughs> like the main one of the main characters was a dwarf and who didn't even have a name until you watched the deleted scenes he was just no jesus he was just dwarf <laughs> so it strikes me as a movie that no one believed in and it's just like oh we gotta put it out let's just put it out <laughs> um i was pretty interested to hear uh mike's take on the last voyage of the demeter because i i read the synopsis but i didn't know that it was actually like the bram stoker's chapter of Brent Stoker's Dracula movie. Okay. I thought that was pretty cool to find out because I did have that as honorable mention before he mentioned his list. So Nice. And I feel like the all the other movies the, the, sort of speak to themselves. The the Gran Turismo I think I almost put on my honorable mentions just cuz like it's another I think it's like a Sony Studios one like I think it's or PlayStation Studios or whatever they're calling it like they're they're using the game and I think the synopsis I saw was something about like a a player someone that yeah someone that plays a racing video game becomes an actual race car driver or something R- like that right he becomes like a, a like a a tech stunt driver for like the the prototype Nissans or something like that because of how well okay. he plays Gran Turismo. They hire him to drive like these souped up like prototype cars and stuff. And I want to say David Harbour's in it, which, you know. Oh, really? I think I missed that. Which I, I that like, draws me in. Right? Yeah. Like, it's sure. just like, okay, well, I love Gran Turismo and now David Harbour's in it. So this is, this is, this is pretty cool. <laughs> I, I'll like, be honest, this is one I did not even know existed until you mentioned it on your list. I, I When I was like looking up movies for this coming year, I didn't even see this. So, so. The, the only reason I knew it existed is I saw Gran Turismo scrolling through the list that the website Brian sh- shared, what, Movie Insider or something, what was it? Yeah, yeah. And I read Gran Turismo, I'm like, surely this isn't the game. And then when I clicked on it, I'm like, <laughs> holy shit, it's the game. <laughs> it's it's it's, it's <laughs> like regarding the game, so. 
I think uh, like the the only other like sort of like movie game movie that is based on like a racing video game is Need for Speed that comes to mind, and I think that movie is really good, and I think. I don't. I don't know if just nobody saw it or nobody gave it a chance. That was Aaron, like Aaron, Aaron Paul, Paul, right? Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I feel like it didn't get any accolades or anything like that. But it was a movie. Yeah, that it's like the story's generic yeah. and stupid. Like whatever. But I think for what they pull off for like a just like a car movie, like car stunts and stuff, a lot of that stuff I think they did practically and and it looked good. Like better than anything Fast and Furious is doing right now. But <laughs> to each his own. All right, uh, that's pretty much all I wanted to discuss, unless anybody had questions about my list. Yeah, I was trying to look over the list again to see if I if I want to bring up anything else, but I mean, I, I guess for me, I would just say like the Dungeons and Dragons movie. It's one that, because of its past, I'm kind of like hesitant. You know, it's like yep. I I want to see it, and the trailer looks good, but been burned before. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's the same reason Indiana Jones isn't on my list. It, it's just I'm I'm too gun shy, <laughs> skeptical. It's just like I, <laughs> I'll probably go see both of those in the theater, but I'm yeah. I, I feel like anticipating them is the wrong term for me. It's like, and and maybe I'm, I mean, there's I'm definitely hope- some I'm stuff hopeful. I think I put on my list too that I'm on that are on there just for being hopefully optimistic with them. And maybe I'm doing. Like, I don't. It, it could, like it could, they could go either way, but like for the love of God, just please be good. Right. So maybe we're doing ourselves like a disservice by putting it on the list because our expectations right. are going to be much higher, and then when they don't probably quite meet the expectations, they're going to be like this: the movie was dirt. Yeah, that's exactly what happened with <laughs> Crystal Skull. So you know, yeah. See if they get me again. It's that fool me once, shame on me thing. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I, 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 I don't know why the difference... I mean, this shouldn't really be... I was going to say, like, the... The fact that, like, James Mangold is doing this, who, like, made Logan. Like, I should have a lot less hesitation in this. But then again, Steven Spielberg made Crystal Skull. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. I, I, I the- really got to hope that if they were... Like, if they were... I got to hope that if they decided to come back... You know, after I mean, how, there was what twenty years between uh, Last Crusade and Crystal, Crystal Skull. Skull, right? Like, like roughly, yeah, something like that. They waited that long and produced the Crystal Skull, which has you know it the general reception that it does. And after that, they're like, "Hey, fifteen years later, let's do it again." Yeah, it's like they have I, to I don't know. know. I, Right, like, like how, they, they how got. Crystal I'm Skull hoping Spaceballs Co- too. The search for more money. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what's going on here. Maybe, maybe, but I yeah. That's why I'm, I'm sure hesitant. there was some like backdoor deals of like, oh Harrison Ford, we want you to come back for Star Wars. Oh, you want me to come back for Star Wars? I really like Indiana Jones. Give me another indie movie, and I'll come back. <laughs> like I think it's. I feel I definitely would think it's one of those things. Is Fox slash Disney producing making? Indiana Jones? Indiana Jones is under Lucasfilm, so they got that when they bought Lucasfilm. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. So in the same deal where they announced, hey, Star Wars or more Star Wars movies are happening, they've said, we have the IP for Indiana Jones, we'd like to do something with Indiana Jones. I forgot about that. I don't remember if they mentioned Willow at that point. Because that was, I don't know how many years ago now, but 
It was always Enough. like, hey, we have all this IP now we can play with. We're going to try to do something. Nothing was official, but they're, you know, listing all the stuff that now they own under Lucasfilm that they can play with. Indie was definitely one of them. Gotcha. All right. Any last call for anything for Andy's list? Or we'll go to Josh. It was a pretty good list. <laughs> well done, Andy. You did a list. I did a list. We're proud of you. <laughs> Look, I wrote down all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you got more stuff on there than just yeah. Yeah. And I hope, as you said, you, you know man. earlier, hopefully this, the 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 year that we're talking about can actually happen. Yeah. Yeah, it, it never fails. Like everything we put on these lists, by the time we get halfway through the year, half of the shit's moved around. So it's like we're taking all this with a grain of salt anyway. If any of this stuff actually releases when it's supposed to, or makes it in in 2023. To be fair, my 2022 anticipated list only has one movie that I had on it that did not release in this past year. And that was uh, Spider-Verse 2. The Across the Spider-Verse movie did not. And it, again, it's on my list this year. So Yeah, I definitely, I think, when I looked at mine, I think I had three that carried over in different areas. So, I'll yeah, we'll get to that when we get to mine, I guess. Uh, Josh, you ready? Your turn. I think so. All right, go for it. What do you got? All right, starting with my three honorable mentions, um, I am going to begin with a, I think at this time, a Christmas Day 2023 release, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Okay. Uh, I'm honestly a little hesitant as to, like, this This movie was delayed another year. It was supposed to be out now. And not only did DC push it, but they pushed it a year I guess they think that, like, December sweet spot is exactly where it needs to be, but I I actually did enjoy the first Aquaman a lot. I think it's a, a good standout uh, that doesn't get talked about all that much from whatever you want to call the DC cinematic universe. Um, I think I think it's pretty good. Momoa is enjoyable, and he's charismatic as hell, um, and I think James Wan is a great filmmaker, and so him coming back into it, uh, I've been really anxious to see where they take it and where they they go with it. Um, the next two honorable mentions are actually coming up really quickly. Uh, I don't know, the first, depending on when, Brian, this, this drops, the first one might be streaming already. Um, it is a Netflix movie on January the 6th called The Pale Blue Eye with uh, Christian Bale. Um, and I'm going to point this out really quickly. So the kid who played Dudley growing up in the Harry Potter movies is like now like a legit grown ass adult actor um <laughs> even though he did like nothing in those Harry Potter movies um he was like the main antagonist guy if you want to call it that in the old guard uh that Netflix movie with uh Charlize Theron um he's like a real thing so like he he is his name is Harry Melding he is playing Edgar Allan Poe uh, in this and like the trailer and the imagery from this look really really cool it's like set like in the early 1800s um it looks like dark mystery kind of stuff so i'm here for it uh and then jane and then right after that uh <laughs> you talk about fool me once <laughs> february 3rd <laughs> knock at the cabin which is oh, m night Shyamalan. the next m night movie I think that's self-explanatory, uh, my comment, <laughs> and I will say that the fact that Batista, who just continues to impress me 
as an actor, I wouldn't say he's like world changing, but like, especially after Glass Onion and um, I've really dug his small part in Blade Runner 2049. As a person, you know, wrestler turned actor, there's just something about the roles that he gets that I find very interesting. Yeah. Um, That Rupert Grint is also part of it. Uh, Talk about Harry Potter again, Mr. Ron Weasley. I, the premise of it and and the the cast that's been visible so far, I think, is just I'm just very curious about how all those ingredients are going to go together. So, again, we will see. Maybe this will be you know Lucy with the football again, but we'll we'll find out. Uh, okay, I mean, crack. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say old was so bad. I I, I didn't <laughs> mind it. I thought it was an interesting idea. I mean, I think he's he's definitely done worse. Um, but... oh, true. You know, it's not the happening again, so we'll see if it's at least not the happening. Just, dear God, don't be the happening. So that's the bar for Shyamalan movie? For me, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's got to be better than the village or worse than the happening. Everything in between is pretty much, like, that's... That's kind of the, the M. Night spectrum. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, so I was actually surprised... Uh, that th- th- this mimics a lot of other people's and Mike I think you and I last year pretty much had like for 2022 you and I had a similar thing going on with Jackass and the other the, the other Nicolas Cage movie the unbearable weight of massive talent yeah um, one was mm-hmm. I'm yeah, the we, list we now, were like Josh, 9 and were, 10 but were, we were flipped yeah yes so correct. my number 10 is Renfield <laughs> and my number 9 is Last Voyage of the Demeter <laughs> Um, we've talked about those enough. We'll just keep moving on. Uh, we got, we know the dates for this Renfield again for people is August 14th. I'm sorry, April 14th and Voyage of the Demeter is August 11th. Uh, my number eight is September 15th. It is a haunting in Venice. This is the next, uh, Hercule Perot, uh, story, Agatha Christie story, uh, that Kenneth Branagh is adapting. So, no, I totally uh, miss in, that. I miss that too. At the beginning I... of, yeah, at the beginning of uh, 2022, we've after like a year and a half delay, we finally got Death on the Nile, um, and in the fall of 2023, we'll get sort of the third in in that ongoing series. Another, you know, ensemble cast, another story, another mystery. Um, if you like uh, the Knives Out movies, you can thank Agatha Christie for that because um, it's basically the same exact kind of thing um the way that the movies are produced especially from from a production standpoint um so i'm looking forward to that in september uh i also have dune part two at number seven uh on november the third um i i figured this wouldn't be on anyone else's but uh sticking in november on the 17th my number six is the hunger games the ballad of songbirds and snakes I'm just curious enough about this prequel movie to see what it comes out like. I really, I, I, I don't know if I'd say I'd really enjoyed the book, but I thought the book, the book succeeded in having uh, a, a, a a big barrier to get over. Like it had a big task and, and I think she did it well. So bringing it to screen, I'm happy to like see Hunger Games back on, back on the screen. Um... Number five for me, uh, December 15th, Bring Me the Wonka. <laughs> I am so 
curious to see what they do with this. Uh, I'm kind of tired of people saying things like, make a young that person film. Such as, like, no offense to it, like, Solo. Like, give me a young Han Solo movie. In my opinion, that character was, like, eight months younger than the Han Solo you get in A New Hope. <laughs> like, there's not enough of a of a distinction there. Um, the idea to me of, like, give me a, a Willy Wonka in his young to mid-20s. Played by an actor who's in his young to mid-20s. Um... I think this is an idea that has had potential to be mined for a long, long time. So I'm, and and I, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the, the Gene Wilder film, is one of my favorites of my entire life. It's been with me since I was six years old. Um, so I'm, I'm just kind of a diehard Wonka fan. I will try anything that they give me at least uh, and, and, you know, give it a chance. And that movie's just called Wonka, right? Like that's, as that's far as I know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I looked it up because I had forgot about this one. And the one thing that's going to draw me to this movie, Hugh Grant is playing an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> <laughs> I did not even yeah, he's, really he's look at much He's listed as an Oompa Loompa in the cast. And I'm like, all right. I mean, now you got me to watch it. Cast. R- Rowan Atkinson, Olivia Coleman, I see. Sally Hawkins. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key. Um fans of the great british baking show you've got matt lucas (laughs) like that's like for me like you talked about earlier um of like 65 like just give me this just tell me it's a wonka prequel of like a young willy wonka in his like 20s and then you throw Mm -hmm. in like oh timothy chalamet's playing it that's interesting to me all right that's all i need when's it coming out good done like to the point like i didn't look up director i didn't look up cast i didn't care like i didn't need to know enough I, i i didn't need to know anymore um moving on so my number four um i have this this ended up higher than i expected it to be really but my number four on january 20 i'm sorry on july 28th uh is the marvels okay um i i I rewatched uh ms marvel uh again and like i also rewatched wandavision with someone a couple of weeks ago that hadn't seen it yet so uh yeah i'm i'm really looking forward to that uh, number three, this shouldn't be as surprising to many people. Um, on June the 23rd, uh, Asteroid City, because this is Wes Anderson's next movie. Oh, uh, okay. Wes mm-hmm. Anderson, yep. And I'm just, I'm in the bag for pretty much everything he does. Sort, you know, sort of like, uh, Wonka. It's like, oh, it's a Wes Anderson. I will at least give it a try. And, and I will see some of his stuff. I, I really, really like others. I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of lukewarm on, but all right. But generally I haven't seen anything of his that I personally hated. Um, I'm, a, I'm just a fan of him as a filmmaker and his stuff. So uh, looking forward to that. Uh, number two for me, July 14th. And we need to talk about this title. Cause I need people to really think about this <laughs> mission colon impossible hyphen dead reckoning comma part one that's a lot it's a lot (laughs) yeah that's that's a lot i don't think we're appreciating that enough i need an english major to find me uh (laughs) whether or not that is technically correct yeah is it is that grammatically perfect or not punctuation matters (laughs) 
Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, much. Like, I, I don't know if it's correct or not, but I, I need somebody that knows to tell me. <laughs> um, I was actually kind of surprised for this, but if anyone remembers, um, Mission and uh, was it um Fallout ended up being my I think my number two movie, uh, my number two favorite for 2018. Um, so and then oh, Haley Atwell is in this. They added Haley Atwell. Like how the. The fact that I remember sending that one. to you when I found that when that was announced, <laughs> I was did. like, "Josh, look, look." You did like, oh yes, like the movie's being made and whatnot. But this very important detail, <laughs> I need, I need to share this this little update, this little nugget. Yes, um, and it shouldn't also not be a surprise, Mike. I am so happy that this uh, that we we're going to share this in twenty twenty three because May fifth, my number one is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Um, I think. Volume 2 was my most anticipated for 2017. Uh, I forget where it ended up on favorites, but like high up on the list, probably on favorites. But uh, yeah, I, I knew literally before I did anything, I already knew Volume 3 was going to be my number one. <laughs> That's That was yeah. solidified. Um, I, I, I looked up. Else, as it remarks, like Mostly everything else. I think, um, Mike, I think you might have been the one that made the comment earlier, but I knew Guardians was going to be number one. And honestly, I could almost bucket everything else that I mentioned into like, okay, these are all my number twos, and then these are my number threes. Like, there really wasn't a big distinction. Like, well, yeah, number 10, you know. Like, there's really not a big distinction between number 10 and number six for me. Yeah, you start splitting hairs, I feel like, the bottom half of the list. Like, how much do I really care about this stuff, and which ones do I want to put ahead of the other ones? I mean, for me, I'd say, like, Guardians 3 and Dune 2 were definitely one and two, and then everything else could just jumble a little bit. Yeah, pretty much is how this year turned out, yeah. But what I was going to say is um, yeah. 2017, Guardians 2 was my number two because that was the year Last Jedi came out. Ah, yes. That was Star Wars Episode Eight. We didn't even have a name for it when we <laughs> oh, made yeah. that list. So that was my number one. Mm-hmm. So. Josh, I'm proud to see Mission Impossible number two for you. That excites me. <laughs> I honestly, I, I don't know. They've grown on like not that I ever disliked them, but they've definitely grown on me much more the last few years. So my comment to your list is, um, I I saw that haunting uh, Hercule Parole, yeah, uh, on the list, like the name of it, and I immediately skipped it because mm-hmm. it said haunting. So I'm like horror movie. I'm not gonna <laughs> want to see this. I didn't even click to see like the. The synopsis of it, because it would have made my list, probably as an honorable mention, if not at the bottom of the list, if I knew it was a Hercule Perot. Because those, those, the two movies that are out with him in it are both very, very good. Andy, See, I have the same I'm, thought. As soon as he mentioned Haunting in Venice, I'm like, a horror movie. No, no, yeah. I and just then he goes, oh, this is the third one in the like, series uh, of the, the uh, Agatha Christie. And I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that could have changed the whole scope of my list. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> See... I, I personally, I felt like I knew what it was, and I, I am somebody, like, the first one they did, I loved, and I'm kind of lukewarm on Death on the Nile. Same, um, honestly. Murder yeah. on the Orient Express, I thought was fantastic, and the last one, I you know, it just, it didn't hit the same notes for me, um, so I wasn't quite as excited for the third one as I might have been feel like before seeing death on the night i agree with you i feel like the cast had a big diff was a big difference for me i feel like the cast mm-hmm. shined brighter in the first one than they did the second one 
Yeah. Yeah. I'll I agree. agree. And I, I would, I don't know if it's like, I'm going to try to say this in a non-spoilery way. Cause those movies aren't that old. Um, I mean, the books are definitely, but like the, the movies aren't, um, I, th- I think maybe for me, a big difference there is the resolution and the revelations of how murder on the Orient Express concludes, um, where you, jeez, oh, I can't, I don't even know if I can do this. <laughs> I think that the, the cast and the, all the other characters, when you find out the circumstances relating them all, um, helps to coalesce that story. Mm-hmm. Whereas Death on the Nile, everybody still just seemed like, I don't say wrong place, wrong time. Like there was obviously a common nature connecting them all, but they still, they, they seemed more circumstantial. Like they were still more disparate from each other. And maybe the, just the story element um, uh, of, of how murder on the Orient express comes together um, allowed that cast to gel better retroactively. I don't know. Maybe that's what it was for me. Yeah, I can see it. But but in the same way, I mean, think about it, like if has has everyone here seen Glass Onion so far? No, I have not yes. yet. Okay, so I, I again keep it spoiler free. Um, to make a parallel, though, I think the storytelling by nature, the structure of it, um, can seem similar in some ways to the first Knives Out, but it's really it's not the same story, and it's not the same story structure. It's still right. murder mystery, and it's something, but it's gone about in a very different way. So, putting putting it together, I, I feel like it's packaged in a very different way, and that that was the same as Orient Express versus Death on the Nile. The story was packaged in a different way, and maybe the packaging helped Orient Express come off in one way, and Death on the Nile came off in in a different. Um, just to make that parallel, I don't know. I'd agree with that. Uh, anything else for Josh's list? I, I only had one other comment that was on his Aquaman, and they, mm-hmm. they definitely moved that just not to compete with Avatar. Like, that that was just, oh, like, they're December, releasing yeah. Avatar. Yeah, like, Avatar's on the schedule. Nah, all right, we'll just move. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I believe that movie is just done, and they just are trying to find somewhere else to put it. I, I was Why they waited yeah. a full year, I don't know, but... I'm hesitant. That's they what I was really about. want the Christmas slot. Yeah. I'm hes- like I'm hesitant. That's what I was shocked about. Go ahead. I'm hesitant about that movie just because of the whole Amber Heard thing, where she was in it and then she wasn't in it very much, and now she's like almost completely. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess it. if you read the rumors that she, they significantly cut her out, right. because of the trial. Yeah, I'm wondering how that like she, not not that you will ever be able to see what originally they had planned or anything like that but i wonder how that affected like the production of the movie or the post-production of the movie you yeah. know Could be. and on that note if there's not an ex-girlfriend that shit on his bed <laughs> joke somewhere in there um i'll, I'll be disappointed I mean, but, but, but twi- so far think about it there's three dc movies at least coming out next year in theory None of us have mentioned one of them yet, except except me with an honorable mention. Um, so with with that, like, which has which has most which has the more baggage going along with it, Aquaman or the Flash? Oh yeah, right. Oh yeah, like, no, 
absolutely. Like Shazam but, but, is squeaky clean so far, but like their their offering slate so far for next year is just like riddled. I'd, I'd say I'm still interested in seeing the Flash just to see how much of a train wreck it is, <laughs> <laughs> just to see how bad it comes off. Um, but didn't they also just announce that they're like rebooting the whole damn? DC franchise that they're working with. Yeah. So all of these are dead end the movies idea. at this point. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I have a theory with the Flash that it was meant to reboot and try to give it more direction based on whatever they were trying to do before James Gunn came over. Now I feel like they could still right. use that movie as a springboard to just reboot the whole goddamn thing. But yeah, we'll see. But I, I also saw like, isn't there a Blue Beetle movie coming out yep. in August? Yep. Yeah. That's also, I guess, not going to be like. I guess they made it, so they're going to put it out. But yeah. it's, it's. I don't say it's like it's pointless, a... but it kind of is. God forbid yeah. they let bad girls survive. <laughs> right. It, it's just everything's a dead end now. So my interest in them. That's. Queens. I mean, I, I can see them keeping Zachary Levi as Shazam, and working that in somehow, but. Even that's in question, isn't it? So, so I'm excited. Yeah, nothing official. Probably. Yeah, I'm excited about where. I think the new leadership can lead for the DC universe, but it doesn't make me excited for any of the new releases coming out. Yeah. Agreed. You got to let the gong play. It's great. Sorry, I tried to, <laughs> try to stop it before it. No, I, I love it. I think it's awesome. <laughs> okay. So we'll finish up, I guess, with my list. I'm the only one that's left. So my honorable mentions, um, I'm going to start with, on March 24th, 2023, John Wick, Chapter 4. I wanted to put it in my top 10. I just squeaked it out just for the other stuff that I have in there, so it just made honorable mentions. Um, another one for me, March 31st, so a week later, is one that was on Andy's list, Dungeons & Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. I'm just very curious. This The trailer makes it seem like it's going to be just fun, and I think that should be... like. The tone seems nice for the movie. And based on the trailer, if that's what I'm going with right now, I think it looks really fun to just see that and see what they do with it. So I'm going to give that a shot. Uh, one of my holdovers from last year that got delayed that I think, as we just sort of talked about, could be a dumpster fire, who the fuck knows, is on June 16th, 2023, The Flash. <laughs> I I don't know what the fuck this movie is anymore. I, I, it's more morbid curiosity. I am just, I want to see what the hell this does and what they do to DC prior to this. I think it's got some, if they're doing Flashpoint, it's got some universe shattering stuff that could happen. So depending on what happens to the DC universe, I think it could have some consequences and lasting effects. But who the fuck knows? I really have no <laughs> idea. And who knows if this movie even sees the light of day or if they're just going to hope you forget about a bunch of the, the, you know, other stuff that had happened surrounding this movie by the time this comes out. I don't know. My my genuine hope is that it's exactly as they planned it, but every time that Ezra Miller is supposed to be on screen and showing his face, it's just a poorly photoshopped image of, like, Barry Bostwick or something in place of that. Like, <laughs> Or they just keep just him in talking. uniform the whole time with the mask on. They just CG the mask on everything. So you're like, maybe you forget it's Ezra Miller. It's just somebody <laughs> else there. Uh, all right, uh, sticking with DC, a number number ten for me, Shazam: Fury of the Gods on March seventeenth. Okay. Uh, I'm made no secret. I'm a big Zach Levi fan. I love a lot of the stuff that he's done. I love him as a person. I've been a fan of his since Chuck. Um, I I still like the first one. I think 
DC has a tonal problem with a lot of their movies. Like, I just don't know which way they want to go, whether they want to be fun or dark, or if they're trying to find stuff in the middle. Like, Black Adam's tone was all over the fucking place. Who the fuck knows? Um, this one still seems like another fun one to me. This should be a fun movie. And I, 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 I'm hoping Shazam is one of the characters that survives the change through DC. More so just because I like Zach Levi, and I hope he can still play this character, because I think he does a very good job. Um... And I don't really know what to expect from it, but I'm I'm hopeful, I guess. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Number nine for me, April 7th, 2023, Super Mario Brothers movie. I am there with Andy. I think (laughs) it looks cool. All the stuff I mentioned before, animation looks cool. Uh, Illumination does some really cool movies. Uh, Chris Pratt's voice, we'll see. I don't know. It it could go either way for me. Everybody else in the movie seems like they're killing it. Uh, I'm excited for it. Um. Next one for me, number eight, May 5th, 2023, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. It's a lot lower for me oh, than everybody else. Wow, yeah. I'm excited for it. I I'm, thought mine was uh, Ryan, what, what number? What number was that? Eight. Number eight for me. I think you misspoke. <laughs> <laughs> I thought mine was going to be the lowest, honestly. Well, Josh is really going to kill me because my number seven is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania <laughs> at February 17th. <laughs> you're, more, you're more excited for that one? <laughs> I am, yes. I, I couldn't tell you why. I don't know why, but I Guardians, I think, is going to be good. I think it's going to wreck me, probably, just emotionally. And I think Ant-Man, again, maybe just sticking with the fun. I still think Ant-Man still has potential to be fun still. I, I don't know. But that's when I made the list, that's where it ended up. So that's what I'm going with. <laughs> uh, number six for me, August 4th, 2023, which is one I'm surprised didn't really make anyone else's list. So I don't know if you just ignored it or it's not exciting enough for everybody else but teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem the one that's animated and produced by seth rogan is due to come out this year so i am curious to see what the fuck there we have no trailer there's no concept art i have no idea what is going on with this movie but it's a new turtles movie it's animated i'm really excited for this one the only reason i left i, that, I think if we had the, the only reason i left that off my list was because i i hadn't seen the other like newer turtles movies so Okay. I would think it's got to be better than those, which I didn't, they're not bad. I didn't know if I love the second there one. was connective tissue or not, or if it's like they're rebooting again. I didn't know. Yeah, this so. is meant to be a reboot. Okay. Yes. See, for me, I without having seen any promotional material at all yet, I don't know how I'm going to feel. You know what I mean? Like, I'm so hesitant on that because it's like, Seth Rogen's funny, but the turtles are not the type of funny that Seth Rogen is. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like he's a different kind of funny than what they are. So I don't know how that's going to work. And without seeing anything on it, it was tough for me to be like, Oh, definitely that. Like I said, I got a lot of stuff on this list that I feel like is just hopefully optimistic for, (laughs) for some of this stuff. This is definitely one of them. That's good. That's what this whole list is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, same with the next one, number five, June 30th, 2023, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Again, hopefully optimistic. I want this to be good. I would love to see Harrison Ford go out on a high yeah. other than Crystal Skull. Yeah. I, so, I think I can make a statement on that, actually, <laughs> that I didn't think of before. If Crystal Skull had never happened, would that be a unanimous number one for us? Ooh. You if we had never had Crystal okay. Skull, nothing. And this was the fourth movie. Would it might this be, be up. A yeah, it might be up there more. Well, yeah. I don't know. We, well, it it's was, hard to tell. It was still my number two, but I feel like it would have definitely made your guys' like you and Josh's list. 
if probably four, if four didn't I, happen yeah yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, if if that never happened, how would you feel about it? it no, much. Different. Josh's would still have been volume three, but he would have maybe had <laughs> absolutely it, had it in his yeah. top five, possibly. <laughs> right. Uh, number four for me, and I'm kind of ashamed it's this low, and it's only because I'm I would bet money on this moving because it's right at the end of the year, December twentieth, twenty twenty three. I put Ghostbusters Afterlife two in my number four. Only because I'm betting it getting delayed into 2024. Oh, okay. I was hesitant to even put it on the list because I didn't think it was going to release this year. Okay. Release dates that happen right at the end of December, it's hit or miss whether they actually release on time. Now, I don't expect a lot more, like, I don't know, like, these aren't the movies that I think are very, like, huge special effect blockbuster-y type of things. If they're trying to stick to a... Smaller budget, small town feel of what Afterlife was. Maybe this hits the release date, and maybe there's not too much to it. But like, I don't remember hearing this even went into production yet, and that's a year away. To me, that's gonna delay the movie. But we'll see if I'm right or wrong. That's why I wanted to put it on the list just in case. But if I knew for sure this was coming out next year, this would probably be my number one. I'd probably be right there with Andy. Okay. Um, number three for me, November third, twenty twenty-three, Dune Part Two. Dune was my top favorite movie of whatever year that released. I can't remember what year that was. 2019, 2020, 20... That was last 21. year. 21? That was, that was our last list, yeah. <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> years have just fallen away from me. I, I lost track of whatever the hell happened in the last three years. Uh, so, yeah, I'm very excited for that one. Considering you open Dune 1 and it just starts with part one, and you're like, fuck, this is a three-hour movie and you're not done? <laughs> like, come on. But um, I, Denny V is amazing. I have loved so much of the stuff that he's done. Uh, he's made my top one or at least top three for probably like three years running between Dune, Blade Runner and Arrival. I think we're all up there for me. So I'm very excited for Dune to part two. Uh, number two, July 14th, 2023 mission impossible dead reckoning part one. Fucking these movies are amazing. I love everything that they're doing. The, Video that I threw up on thing on Facebook at least for the the stunt that they're doing that's in the trailer, and and all the work that went into pulling something like that off. Like Tom Cruise is fucking nuts. He's a weirdo, <laughs> but he makes some damn good fucking movies. And one of these are gonna kill him. I'm I'm sure of it. But <laughs> I guess it's not this one. We'll see what happens in what, part what, two. What was that? Ghost Rider, where Johnny Blaze is doing the crazier and crazier stunts just to see if he can die. Oh yeah, yeah. That's Tom Cruise in a nutshell. Maybe, yeah. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe he made a deal with Mephistopheles, and that's why he never ages. That's it's Tom Cruise. Yep. Deal with the devil. Yep. That's why he's always uh, running. And my number he's, one, he's running from Mephistopheles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give me the gift of speed. Uh, and my number one, June 2nd, 2023, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Ooh, okay. I loved Into the Spider-Verse. It surprised the shit out of me when it came out because anything Sony Spider-Man related, I'm like, I don't know. I'd just give it back to Marvel. But that movie was amazing. They did some awesome shit with that one. Yeah. Um, this is technically like part one of two. There's another sequel coming after this. That So th- this is probably going to end on Cliffhanger, I would think. Um. It was supposed to come out December of this year, so we should have already had this movie, but they delayed it until June. Uh, so this was another holdout from my list. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning was another holdout from last year's list um, for me. So I'm pumped. I'm excited. I can't. 
with that in June, it can't be delayed into next year. It's got to come out fucking this year. Even if they push it to December, who cares? It should still be 2023. So for the love of God, give me this movie already. Uh, yeah. But that's my list. And that's one I can say if you look, there's a couple things that excite me for that, that I didn't talk about on my own because I knew we'd talk about this movie later, I was sure of. I didn't know it was going to be your number one. Yeah. But um, have you looked at the cast list? Have you looked at any of that stuff? I know some of the cast. So I haven't looked at all of them. New cast members. Like, yes, Jake Johnson's there and uh, Shameik Moore is doing Miles Morales again. I know, that's expected. I know Oscar Isaac but, is Spider-Man 2099. Oh, yes, that's one that. So one, yeah. you're getting Spider-Man 2099. Two, you're getting Oscar Isaac doing the voice. That's amazing. You're getting Haley Steinfeld is doing the voice of Ghost Spider, and which is Gwen was... Stacy. Yes. Yeah. I don't uh, know why wait. they changed the name. It's Spider Gwen. Why do they have to call her Ghost Spider? Like. Okay, that's where I was confused. Okay, that makes sense. Weird. She played Anyways. Gwen in the first one, didn't she? Right, yeah. So that's... Yeah, that, I guess that's why I was confused, because I was <laughs> thinking of that as Spider-Gwen. Right. And I figured they were bringing her back to be a different something because of Ghost Spider. No, I didn't, was as far as I know, it's the, the same character. I don't know why certain mediums change the name. Okay. Anyway, you've got Brian Tyree Henry... Um, uh, joining the voice cast and Daniel Kaluuya is also mm. playing a Spider Peter Punk, Parker. I think, right? I thought it lists him as Peter him. Parker. Okay. I, so I'm, I don't want to make a, a guess because, like, you can say 2099 for Oscar Isaac because it says Miguel O'Hara. So and you he can... was that was the the cameo at the end of the first one was Spider-Man right. 2099. Oscar Isaac was that voice then too. Okay, I, I don't think I recognized that then. I but I didn't get to see uh the first Spider-Man Spider-Verse movie in the theater so I'm really cuz it 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 kind of wasn't on my radar to see in the theater. I was just like, "Oh, I'll catch it when it gets on to streaming." And when I watched it on streaming, I was like, "I really wish I would have seen this in the theater." So, I'm I'm sort of hoping when That this... was one for me that I like I knew it was coming up in the theater. It was another December release. And yeah. I caught yeah. it right before the end of the year, and it jumped up to, like, my number two of that year because I was blown away by what they did with that movie. I'm, I was never planning to see it in the theater, and I think we recorded our episode before it was out of the theaters. Like, I had not seen it when we did our top ten from that, that year. Probably and Brian sense, yeah. said so much good about it, and I was like, well, I got to go see it now because I had the same assumption Brian did with, like, it's a Sony Spider-Man product. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> but he had gone to see it and said, "No, you have to see this." And I listened. I but... I did not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish I did. I, I'm I'm sort of hoping that they'll have like a limited um see the original in the theaters like like a month before. Oh, they uh, might be a good idea. Yeah, or that was one I think that was feature. actually. Oh, that I don't remember if I too. saw it in 3D, but I've heard it was really good in 3D. That would be a good movie in 3D. It would make sense. Yeah, the the way the art style yeah. was yeah. to be. Um, all right. Well, any other final thoughts for my list? I'll recap everybody's list just for the the listeners if we're if we're pretty much closing up here. Um, nothing else? All right. Feel, no? What was what was the movie that no one else had on their list? Uh, for me? Yeah. 
the turtles one. The turtles one. Yeah, I and Shazam. No one else had Shazam. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. I wrote down all the movies that I thought were contenders to be on my list, and then I wrote numbers next to the ones that actually made my list. And those two movies I wrote down as contenders to be on the list, but they didn't make the cut. So gotcha. I'm a little disappointed Josh didn't have Fast Ten on his list. <laughs> Is that the Fast? It's I thought of about those, that. Of those, like, no, no of yeah. those 57 that I mentioned, it's not even among those. <laughs> <laughs> it literally, it's not going on my calendar at all. Do you know what I, I let me pull it back up, dude. I put, uh, there. there is a Saw 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is coming oh, out. Geez. That's on the list. <laughs> <laughs> but Fast 10, not. <laughs> I, I really thought, too, one other one I was, I think, uh, somewhat surprised didn't make anybody's list was uh, Christopher Nolan's next one. I thought for sure that Josh, at least, was oh, going to have Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer. on there. Mm. I, I, it depends. It, you know, I think his, his stuff that's more like Inception is, is, and, um, like Tenet is very interesting. Oppenheimer, I think, is going to be more like Dunkirk. So yeah. it's like, uh, okay. not that I didn't. Not, not that it, I didn't enjoy it, but it's not. I don't know. Like the, it's, uh, it's a, it doesn't it's excite a you. Yeah, fair. It it's a movie. It's not. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what hair to split here. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Okay. I feel like there's two it's sides on, it's to on Christopher the list. Nolan. It's on the calendar. Kind of, kind of what Josh said. There's two sides to him. And he makes movies with these twisted reality situations that are, he's amazing at doing that. And those are really enjoyable. And then he makes other movies that I feel like he's making, you know, they're historical um, looks at things, I guess you could mm-hmm. say, that are, I don't want to say more award season focused, but kind of. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. like in they're more th- those types of yeah, they, like those sorts of things. They're films. I don't mind sitting at home someday and having a watch and saying like, damn, that was a really good movie and I will never watch it again. Yeah. Um, because like something like Dunkirk, it's the same thing. It was good, but I'll never watch it again. Probably, but right? Something along the lines of, you know, Tenet or Inception. You can watch those more than once and still enjoy them. Yeah. So... Yeah, I feel like that's why it's nowhere near my list is just because it, it's going to be a long, mostly boring look at the life of Oppenheimer. I'm anticipating. <laughs> Fair. So, um, I guess one thing we didn't really discuss, but any, any surprises for you? Like anything that you thought might have made someone's list but didn't? I'm trying to look at like other stuff that I wrote down. I um, I kind of thought maybe Craven the Hunter would have gotten like an honorable mention no. <laughs> just because it's, you know, I thought maybe Ian would have said it just because of like the whole Morbius, <laughs> Morbius thing, just because it, it, it sort of mimics that, you know, thought. That would have fit well. That's one of the subtitles. Yeah. Mor- oh, Morbius trust 2, me. Craven the Hunter. Yeah, I was going to say, we, at some point, whenever it comes out, I don't know when that movie releases, but October I feel 6th. like it's going to, there you go. Um, I feel like we're going to be hearing from that point on about like Ian craving Craven or something like that. There's <laughs> no, going to be something that <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen this far in. It, I, um, the sad thing is I would probably still Craven. try to see Craven just 
again, morbid curiosity. Like I'll at least check it out uh, once and see morbid. what it is. But I, I, <laughs> I really want all those movies to just crash and burn for Sony. But yeah, I, I feel like I'm going to be more pissed about Craven than I was about some of the others because Craven's actual story is one of the best Spider-Man stories they ever wrote. Yeah. And if they fuck that up the way they fucked up Carnage and Morbius, like I, I didn't even watch Morbius yet. I just know they fucked it up. I don't even (laughs) from the trailer. I knew they fucked it up. So I, I feel like I'm hesitantly already pissed that they're doing it (laughs) because they, they, they should not be doing Craven. They don't deserve it. But nobody had a Transformers on their list. Didn't even make my. Actually, looks really cool, but. It didn't even Go make ahead. my list of <laughs> movies to pick from. Oh, really? No. Nope. The, yep, the trailer got me more excited than I thought I would be for those movies. Like that, it 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 piqued my interest enough that I thought about honorable mentions, but didn't. Which I think is a step up for a Transformers movie. Like even even being in the conversation for maybe an honorable mention is like, oh okay, yeah, Trans- Transformers is coming I back mean, now. Seeing what it can be when they get it away from Michael Bay. Yeah. Like, what they did with Bumblebee was great. It was actually a good, fun movie to watch, and it wasn't just dumb. Um, It means that this time, maybe they can show that there's more to that franchise than meets the things go boom. And I think, more than again, the, the continuity eye. for these movies are all... all oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the, the continuity for these movies are, like, all fucked up. But from what I think I understand is that this... The Rise of the Beast movie is meant to be a prequel to the other Transformers movies, but a sequel to Bumblebee. Okay. So it takes place in the in-between time frame. When, again, like, a lot of transformer shit happens... And then you go to Transformers 1, and it's, like, the first time they're all showing up. So it doesn't make any fucking sense. But whatever. Fine. <laughs> like, yeah. The continuity of that whole franchise is bonkers and fucking stupid. But if they get to be a good movie out of it, I'll try to forgive it. Yeah, I mean, for me, you can't go into a Transformers movie and be worried about things like that. It's just not. I mean, that's... Well, when you're universe building, like, that's what kills me, is they've made, like, six or seven of these movies, and they're all meant to be like, oh, look, it's part of the franchise, and it has a timeline. The timeline doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> Every movie retcons the last one. It's so stupid. Anyway. They make a lot of money. That's what those movies oh, are yeah, about. Oh, yeah, for it's sure. Just yeah. bank. So Michael Bay never has to work again. And that's why it didn't make the list to make a list. <laughs> <laughs> I think we found a transformer. Um, <laughs> I'm a transformer. Uh, all right, I'm going to recap quickly uh, everybody's lists that I have. Hopefully I wrote these down correctly. Um, all right, Andy, for honorable mentions, he has Renfield, The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Is it Demeter, right? D- Demeter. 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 Uh, and Gran Turismo, uh, number 10 for Andy, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1, number 9, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, uh, number 8, The Marvels, number 7, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, number 6, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, number 5, Dune Part 2, number 4, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, number 3, Super Mario Brothers Movie, number 2, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, number 1, Ghostbusters Afterlife 2. Uh, for Josh, honorable mentions, Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom, The Pale Blue Eye, Knock at the Cabin. Uh, number 10 for Josh, Renfield. Number 9, The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Number 8, A Haunting in Venice. Number 7, Dune Part 2. Number 6, 
The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Stakes. Number five, Wonka. Number four, The Marvels. Number three, Asteroid City. Number two, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. And number one, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. If at any point I'm getting someone's list wrong, please let me know. Uh, Mike's got for his Honorable Mentions Expendables 4. For his number 10, Last Voyage of the Demeter. Number 9, Renfield. Number 2, or sorry, Meg, sorry, number 8, Meg 2, <laughs> The Trench. See, it's happening again. <laughs> Numbers are fucking with your brain. Jesus, yeah, I can't. Oh my god. It's the first number on the on your list. Like there's not even like there was other numbers before that. All right. Uh number seven, sixty-five, number six, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, number five, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part One. Uh number four, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Number three, John Wick Four. Number two, Dune Part Two. Number one, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. And my list, honorable mentions, John Wick Chapter Four. Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, and The Flash. God help me if that happens. Uh, number 10, Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Number 9, Super Mario Brothers Movie. Number 8, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Number 7, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Number 6, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Number 5, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Number 4, Ghostbusters Afterlife 2. Number three, Dune Part Two. Number two, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One, and number one, Spider-Man: Across the Spider-Verse. That concludes our top ten most anticipated movies of 2023. Woo, woo. So, can, can I uh, <laughs> offer a, a, a tease to our top ten list of 2022? Uh, sure. My favorite movie from 2022 does something. That no other movie on anybody's top ten list in any of our episodes have ever done. Mm. See, that's or how you lay a mystery. That's is the, 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 a movie the, the, that the people the, the people fits from into sixty-five need to need to take a point. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to. We'll, we'll now, simmer now on that. Let's say Mike. it's it's from a genre that has never <laughs> appeared on anyone's top ten list, as far as mm. I know. What yeah, uh, okay. crap? <laughs> All right, I'm 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 gonna come back. I'm gonna tune in. <laughs> I will be here for that. <laughs> uh, chances are, I mean, the the probably the next episode we record will probably be our top ten of 2022. So whenever we get to that, I'll have to, I'll talk with you guys once we stop here and try to figure out when we want to try to do that one. But so keep an eye out for that one. Uh, I don't know when. Maybe sooner than you think. I don't know. Well, I'm I'm teasing, but I honestly have no idea. So I will try to keep. Keep the listeners you guys posted uh, whenever that's coming. But I guess for us, uh, that's it. Uh, if you've enjoyed the show, please support us. Leave a five-star rating and review. Be sure to give us a share on social media. You can follow or subscribe to the show on Spotify, iTunes, Google, Anchor, Stitcher, Amazon, hopefully anywhere you're listening to podcasts, you can listen to us. Uh, check us out on Facebook. Search Guy and Super Friends or go to facebook.com slash Friends. You can send us questions, comments, topic suggestions, any of that stuff there. Uh, try to email me, brightguysuperfriends at gmail.com. Maybe I'll check it in the new year. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> hit us up on Twitter at BGSuperFriends while Twitter still exists. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitch, it is Jedi Guy. That's Jedi with an I, Bry with a Y. If we ever want to record another live show, we will do it there. If you want to randomly catch me streaming some video games, you can do that there. Um Again, hopefully everybody has a happy 2023. We'll catch everybody in the new year. I mean, this will be out in the year by the time it comes out, but for us, it's uh, coming up. So 
Hopefully everybody has a good 2023. Fuck you, 2022. And uh, <laughs> on behalf of Andy, Josh, Mike, and myself, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.